I'm going to do something a little bit different for this episode. I'm going to go unedited. I'm just going to speak to you from this moment. It's been an incredibly painful couple of weeks, painful couple of months, painful many years actually if I look back because what this week has done is it has reminded me of all of those memories of racism and hurt and injustice that I've experienced in my life. I think about my mother being so excited about the story she used to tell about my grandfather not coming to the hospital for three days to make sure that I didn't turn color or the classmate who called me a boogan when I got a tan after a trip to the Dominican Republic which is apparently the white, privileged, private school guy's name for a black person. I think about the old man who, in the street one holiday, after I moved to L.A., called me the N-word. It was, it was, uh, it was ironic because I had stopped wearing my hair curly to fit in when I moved here and it was straight and I probably looked more white than I ever have in my entire life. Or that former mastermind partner who, when I expressed concern going to Charleston for the first time because of the killing of the nine black people, innocent black people while they were in church, she quipped, well, what are you worried about? That you're going to get lynched? And she laughed. Or the former best friend who loved it when I wore my hair blonde, who told me that her husband, her redneck husband, couldn't hire the black truck driver for their company, even though he had amazing credentials and a great personality because apparently the Korean shop owners didn't like black people. And yet we managed to stay friends after that until one of my family members came over to her house for a barbecue and the same redneck husband was joking with their buddy about how cats can have multiple fathers for their offspring, just like a Jamaican. And they laughed with my Jamaican family member and his young daughter in earshot. My visible whiteness giving people permission to unleash their true, true thoughts. I think the thing is this. We're tired, right? I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired of playing by the rules of a system that actually wasn't written with me in mind. I'm a light-skinned black woman or mixed woman, depending on who is looking at me. And I'm tired of having to justify the color of my skin or what my soul, the depths of my soul, knows to be true because it has nothing to do with the color of my skin. My passing, as some people love to point out to me, does not give me a free pass on racism. If you have trouble with the color of my skin, then please take it up with God. And just because you think I look like you 
does not mean that I think like you. I've been looking back at Clarissa Pinkola Estes' book, Women Who Run With the Wolves, and she talks about collective rage. And she talks about women who become socially and politically or culturally conscious. You know, they find they have to deal with the collective rage that comes up. And it's psychically sound, she says, for us to feel this anger. It's not psychologically sound for us to neutralize it. So if you're really angry right now, know that your rage is a teacher. Your rage is going to help you deal with what comes next. And to the people who've stayed silent, to the people who didn't put a blackout on their Instagram feed, who didn't reach out to say, hey, how are you doing? Whose politics they keep in the dark so that the rest of us don't ever know who we're fully dealing with. We know who you are. We know who you are in this moment. And it's interesting because I notice that the companies that are culturally and socially making an impact now, the, the companies that will lead us now forward, we're not afraid to actually make a statement, to say what they were doing or who they supported. Young people are not afraid to make a statement. People who stay silent in this country, are a dying breed. Thank God. And I get that people who are silent are afraid. Afraid they'll lose their income or their social standing. Oh my. Silence is not your friend. And again, we know who you are. Don't think this is not going to make an impact on you going forward. Because it is. I believe that we are in a time when it is absolutely important for every person who is doing business to state their values. Companies that are at the forefront of things right now made a statement. If you didn't make a statement about the world events, about your commitment to diversity and inclusivity, like corporations big and small did, we know where you stand. We know who to spend our money with going forward. And it's a call-out culture, right? That's what you're afraid of, fundamentally, that someone's going to call you out if you take a side or speak your mind. But your silence means you've already been called out, right? Or you not wanting to deal with racism. You don't have capacity to deal with racism. Come on. You have no problem building your business on the backs of people of color who you profit from, but you don't have capacity to deal with the systemic and social injustices that have set up, set you up to win. Even if you're afraid to say something because you don't want to get it wrong, I understand that, but say something. It means so much more than your silence because your silence is killing us. I also want to say to those of you who feel less than, who feel like your journey is somehow invalidated by this hatred 
that lives unconsciously and consciously in people who don't deserve to be in your presence. That you, your gift, your divine nature comes from source. It is an expression of source. And this, this hatred, this, this system that we live in, even though you experience it, it has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with your value. It has nothing to do with your desires. It has nothing to do with your calling. You came here to be an expression of love and joy, to live in abundance. You did not come here to be persecuted by people who do not see your value. And so we do not have to prove it to them. I saw Patrice Coulors, one of the co-founders of Black Lives Matter, speak two years ago at the United State of Women's Conference. And she said, let your joy be your resistance. Your ancestors worked so hard for you to be in this moment, for you to have reaped the benefits of all of the the persecution and hatred and hard work that they did. It is not our obligation to continue to support a system that was not built with us, for us, but definitely by us. It is time to use our voices and not give up until this kind of way of being this tolerance of ignorance and hatred and this belief that some people would be more superior than others when we are all in fact creatures of the divine. No more. No more. My son loves to look at himself in the mirror. He is <laughs> he is fascinated with his image and takes so much joy from looking into his eyes, into the depths of his soul. And he reminds me what children know is that they are unlimited, is that they are whole and valuable and loved. And I'm not going to school him in a culture of hate when he so clearly knows how to love. So I would invite you, please, to join me Don't hold back your rage. Unleash it. Unleash it on the systems and the people who support the systems that oppress us. Demand 
accountability, demand progress, demand improvements. It is your right. We have all of the answers when we ask the right questions. I see you. Speak your truth. Now more than ever, every other woman needs you to lead. For a list of video, audio, articles, and resources about racism in America, please visit Voice Lessons Podcast forward slash racism. And you can download some of the things that I have found really helpful. Thank you for listening. Voice Lessons is produced, written, and spoken by me, Kim Cutable. It's also produced and edited by Sergio Miranda and associate produced by Jessica Manalga. Our music was created by singer-songwriter Claire Hamill. You can find out when we post new episodes when you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, etc. And if you liked what you've heard, we would love it if you leave us a review. You can join our community at Facebook forward slash Voice Lessons Podcast to speak with me live after every episode is posted. And if you have a question or comment or want to suggest a guest, you can do it there. Or if you're on Instagram, tag us at Voice Lessons Podcast and use the hashtag LessonUp. For other inspiration, updates, and show notes, subscribe at VoiceLessonsPodcast.com. Voice